on it just went live on YouTube. Uh, it's going live right now. Just give me a second and then I'll introduce you. You want the link? That's good money. You said what? Yeah, hold on. Let me just do a, a quick edit here. Make sure we get uh, your picture as the thumbnail and your link in the description box and then we'll be ready to go. I already made your thumbnail, so. Oops. What's up, people? It's Hotep Jesus. We are back with another uncomfortable conversation. Before we get into this wonderful interview, I know y'all been anxiously waiting for. We got to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. I'm a three-time tech startup co-founder. All of my companies are in the description box below. I'm also a two-time author. Those books are in the description box below. Hotep Nation, as you see the logo behind me, you see the logo on a hat is a nonprofit organization. If anybody would like to support our endeavors, hit the pay, uh, Patreon link in the box below. If you want a shout out, or if you got questions for our guest today, Raz Simone, go ahead and hit that super chat. But without further ado, Raz Simone is here live with us. Raz, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling well, feeling real well. How you Are feeling, you bro? I'm great. Are you feeling like a, a warlord? <laughs> People trying to paint you as a warlord. What's going on with that? They've been painting me that so much. I'm, I'm kind of feeling like a warlord this morning, honestly. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I, you know, I said the same thing. I said, yo, if people would have painted me as a warlord, then fuck it. I'm a goddamn warlord. I think it's very dangerous, though, to use that type of rhetoric without any evidence to back it up. Right? We had President Trump tweet to you, and it seemed like there was potential for some sort of military on American conflict. And, um, you know, I tweeted back to him. I said, you know, I, I kind of told him to chill out a little bit. Not like I have connections to him or anything. I just, you know, I just know that Trump's uh, definitely his base has some sort of control over him. So I guess that leads to our first question. You know, people want to know, where do you align yourself politically, right? Are you a Democrat, Republican, leftist, communist, capitalist? Where do you see yourself in that spectrum? I'm... I'm, I'm... I'm not political, you know, I'm none of that. I'm for the people. Um, I see politics as very divisive. I, I see politics as like the lottery or uh, as as uh, the stock market. It's almost, it's a game that's created to, you know, it's entertainment and to, uh, it's a magic trick. That's how I look at it. And so I don't really pay much mind. I, what I do is I just look at, I just use logic. And as I grow and as I, as I hit my head up against walls and my logic, gets more, um, it expands more, gets more dense, builds on itself. And when I use logic and I look at statistics, I look at the statistics of the people, the wealth gap, um, the, the prison industrial system, and I look at uh, the, the different people that are in jail, the amount that are in jail. I look at uh, the different demographics and the amount of dark-skinned people, dark-complected people that are in jail. Um, I look at just any statistics, people statistics, and um, they just keep going like this. It keeps getting worse and worse. The gap keeps getting larger and larger. It doesn't matter who the president is. It's just, it keeps on going like that. 
you know, so so that's made it so I just don't I'm not really super into politics like that because I feel like it just keeps going like that. Um, now, am I telling you not to vote? No. You know, I encourage you to do everything. I'm, I'm all about uh, diversity of tactics. You know, um, I, I don't I'm not going to shame or shun any method that any of my brothers be a, a black brother, white brother, brown brother, purple brother has. You know, if any of my brothers or sisters uh, has a tactic or tactics that they want to employ that they feel are going to get results or they see are getting results, then by all means, please employ. You know, um, I, I, I can't tell you that I have the solution. I don't think that any of us have the one solution because if we did, we wouldn't be here, you know, so mm, <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I'm apolitical myself. I I I dive into the topic and you know we discuss it because politics is pop culture these days. But I love yeah. to hear that from you. It lets me know we're, we're dealing with a thinking mind, right? A thinking I mind mean, understands that there's a political game being played, and the main people being played is the American people. So let me ask you this hypothetical question, right? Yeah. Let's say somebody with a MAGA hat uh, walks into the area what are your sentiments surrounding that do you want them to leave are they welcome do you feel like they're doing it for attention what you know are they welcome how do you feel about that i, I mean i personally want them to stay spark up a conversation or just be regular you know um when people come in like that sadly uh 99.9 percent .9%, i mean they're looking for attention you know because i mean you know where the people are aligned, you know, it's like walking into a, a MAGA convention or a Trump rally and, and having a, a, you know, a, what's it called? Fuck Trump shirt on or right. like, a, you know, or even a, a Black Lives Matter shirt on. You know, they're not rocking with that. They're going to be looking at you sideways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, or wearing a, a Biden, you know, hat or something like that. You know what I mean, like, you know, you're going against the grain of, of the, the people that you're that you're walking into. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I've seen that happen. Um, yeah, sadly, a lot of times people will be like, yo, get out of here. Get that energy out of here, you know? Uh, and I'm just like, yo, don't even pay them any mind. Don't give them any energy. Don't give them the energy and attention that they want, you know? And honestly, you might have a conversation with them and realize that y'all are more aligned than you, than, than not. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what happens with me. I have a conversation with one of those guys. And honestly, um, sometimes it's just ignorance or sometimes it's just, a couple policies that they love about that, you know, that they're rocking with, you know what I mean? And and that's that. So that's mm. my thing is we got to get this unity right. We got to get this unity within our, within our own communities, you know, the urban communities, whatever communities, you know, whether it be black, brown, you know, uh, poor white folk, whatever, we got to get that unity together there. We got to get the unity together with, with, uh, with the culture, uh, black folk, with uh, people of color, and then we got to get the unity together with the whole, with all of America, everything, you know, because you know how it is, divide, divide and conquer. And we've been mm -hmm. out here in the field and we've been watching people uh, deploy that. We've been watching people do that. It's with the, the uh, it's what, it's the tactics that the police used on protesters, you know, when they were, when they're taking an offensive stance. Um, it's the, it's the, uh, it's what they used, um, what they use out here when you have agitators that come in and um, they're trying to create dissension between the groups. Now we got, I'm going off to a meeting after this, I'm going off to a meeting with all community organizers uh, just to clear up some some beef that doesn't even exist. You know what I'm saying? What like you mean? Some, 
not the, some beef that's not even rooted in any reality. Okay. Just well, there's dissension between groups. And so we're going to clear the air and make sure that we can go forward, you know, accordingly go forward, you know, powerfully and not divide it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we've had, it's trippy. I have to sit back and realize that this is the largest civil rights movement in the history of the earth. Mm. And I keep on forgetting that. We watched the Malcolm X, you know, we read about that. We read about MLK, Black Panthers, the US movement, all that, all that US organization, all that stuff. But you don't sit back and think, wow, we're living this right now. And what we're living through right now is even far more, far larger than that even. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. Mm. So now you when you think of it like that, it's like, fuck. You think of all the, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, you think of all like the, the different organizations, the COINTELPRO and things that were created to just go into groups and create division that were created to go into Black Panthers and get them warring with each other, to get them warring with the US movement. Watch that, watch my six. To get them, uh, to get the, the Bloods and the Crips warring with each other, you know? Yeah. So if you think that there was that much money and time and energy spent on those organizations that are this, that are like this in comparison to this movement right now and no, no dis, uh, you know, no disrespect, but just thinking of how many humans live on the earth right now, how media spreads, social media, and the fact that we literally have all these people here now. It's it's crazy to think that it's it's even more crazy to think that those powers would not be um, trying to sit and create division right now and mm. dissent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I've been here watching with my own eyes how they employ different tactics and it's it's freaky because I'm not even a, a conspiracy theorist. You know what I mean? It's like a lot for me to, to you know, to listen to some of the rock or something. But this shit is weird. It's definitely weird. Yeah, I saw I saw an agent. I'm not going to mention his name, but I saw an agent who went out there and tried to unfairly cover you guys. And he came back with some what they tried to make damaging footage. And none of it seemed damaging to me. But I'm very familiar with COINTELPRO and how they like to divide movements. And... That's why I wanted to talk to you because I wanted, if you weren't aware, I wanted to warn you, but I'm glad you're aware of that. Now you sure. mentioned some alt groups. I'm not familiar with some of this terminology and maybe my audience isn't either. What do you mean alt groups? Who are these alt groups you're talking about that you're meeting with today? Oh, no, 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 I said organizers. So I'm just talking about organizers in the community out here in Seattle. Okay, so, so there's different yeah, yeah. factions that like have, I guess, not beef, but no, no, it's just like, I'm a leader, you're a leader. You might have a nonprofit organization. You might be a pillar in the community. I'm a pillar in the community, you know, and then there's some kind of dissension that's being spread, but there's no root of it. So we have to clear this up because something's you. going on here. But well, we've been knowing each other the last decade or two of our lives, since we were kids or since we were teens or whatever. So we gotta clear this shit up and clear it up right away before you know before there's dissension that spreads like wildfire right you know from people from from unfamiliar faces and things yeah i want to know so two more things i want to know um how did this move how did this thing come about but first i want to ask you door so i can get up in there but first yeah. i want to ask you how did you become the leader it looks like you didn't volunteer to be a leader it looks like you just happened to have leadership skills and people kind of <laughs> gave you that role that's that exactly what happened? what happened. Hell no, I didn't volunteer for this shit. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing real well, just making money and, and you know, uh, uh, buying properties and, and, and flipping properties and 
running Airbnbs and doing music and, you know, living life and loving it. Uh, hanging with my kids, you know, the kids all the time. And hanging with Mom Dukes and, you know what I'm saying? Creating, creating apps and inventing things. And I had to put all that shit on pause because I had to stand up for what was right. And I happen to be a pillar in the community and I've already been out here doing so many things for people just naturally. You know, not getting paid for it, just put, connecting dots, helping people, helping as many people as I possibly can. That's like my life goal is to help as many people as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? So right. I've been doing that since been doing that, since been doing that. And so people recognize me. I'm, I'm already a pillar in the community. So it's easy and I have a voice. So it was an easy thing where I walk in and I was listening to, I was just walked in, I was just listening, watching it to see what other people were doing. And I've been out here the whole time since before the first brick was thrown, before the first fire was set. You know what I'm saying? Like I was out here and trying to help and conduct traffic, you know, standing on the front lines with folks, you know, and trying to, and preaching this, this uh, message of unity, focus and hope, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and not forgetting why we're out there, no matter how angry you get, no matter how sad you get, no matter how, you know, depressed or worried you get, no matter how happy you get at a, at a small victory or small, you know, perceived victory or small perceived battle, you know, battle one, you know, staying focused, staying focused. What are we here for? You know, we came out here off the movement of Black Lives Matter. Whether we, you know, whether we rock with that sentence or not, that's what we came out here for. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. I, I, I came out because I felt the energy. I came out before I even felt the momentum because I was a part of the momentum. I felt the energy, I felt the connectivity. And I was like, I have to be out here for this. Mm. Whatever it is, my soul is being tugged to this. So I have to be out here for this. So remember and reminding ourselves why we're out there for that. Yeah. You know, why we're out there. We're not out here to to just uh, to loot and steal things for our personal gain. We're not out here just to be like, hey, I'm about to rage and, you know, hit something in the crowd or, you know, or, or Grand Theft Auto or some shit like that. You know what I mean? We're mm. out here. We're not out here to, uh, to parade around. We're not out here for Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Like it's changed and changed and changed and changed slowly, little by little. But each part of these things you have to remember and remain keep that focus. We're not yeah. out here to badmouth somebody else or to try to uh, come up off and raise our clout level up. You know what I'm saying? Like that should be a given. Like I got kids. Even if I didn't get, even if you didn't believe that I cared about the whole world, because I give a fuck about the whole world. You know what I'm saying? Not just black world, the whole world. So even if you didn't believe that I that I cared about the whole world and the human race, I have kids. You have to understand my kids are 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 black. They're, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you think that I would be out here for any reason? But what I'm out here for, yeah. what I say I'm out here for. You know what I'm saying like right. I'm not here for cloud. I'm not saying, hey, go download my new mixtape. Hey, go listen to my new song. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. And if I was, oh, well, nigga, I'm a black life that matters. You feel me? <laughs> but, but that's not what I'm out here for. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway. how did this, so how does this, um, how does this form, right? It seems like, it seems like there was some Antifa things going on in Seattle and people are trying to, well, trying yet. to combine you with that, trying to put you with that audience. I don't think you guys are Antifa. I think Antifa's Antifa, what you guys got going on is something completely different. Am I correct yeah. in that assumption or am I wrong? Yes, hell no, I'm not Antifa. I don't know Antifa. I've never even met an Antifa like that, that has said they're Antifa in real life, you know? Um, What's it called? Fascism, 
fascism is Hitler. So I think any of us, in a, if you're American, you don't fuck with fascism. So I feel like mostly all Americans would be anti-fascist. So just to say that, because that's kind of weird when I hear that. Because I didn't know what Antifa was until this week. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, wow. um, but, but yeah, that's how far I am out of politics and like all the jargon and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, hell no, I don't fuck with that. From what I've heard and what I've seen is that what they what it seems like they kind of do it seems like they're kind of cointel pro. It seems like they go in and, and and try and create division and they're like cointel pro 2.0, you know, like trying to fuck shit up. You know, they're what we been trying to protect from or who you know if they are the idea of them. I don't know if they exist. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck that is, but that type of shit is what we've been trying to protect from. Where they're trying to you know we ship everyone ship the gears. You know. People were destructive and were, were 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 angry and were trying to find change. And you know, sad to say that was effective. People started listening when the when the when the little kids started kicking and screaming and throwing a temper tantrum. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yep. after that, we need to show that we need to, you know, we need to make sure our message is coming through clear. So what we've been doing is trying to protect and make sure that the the movement and the message stays non-destructive to show that. We're out here, we're focused. Nah, you know, we're about to listen to you real quick. We're about to, you know, if you're about to create some change, we're here for it. And this is not even a destructive movement. All these movements have been peaceful, but this is not destructive even, you know? And so we've been over here trying to protect the, even protecting the precinct, you know? And that's a crazy thing that I never would have thought that I would have said, or it would have been one of my jobs, you know what I'm saying? But we're not protecting that, 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 uh, that, that, that uh that nasty ass piece of equipment i mean it's a dirty ass building you know what i'm saying we're not protecting that we didn't want to take over that even that wasn't even the mission we're protecting that we're protecting that to protect the people you know um Mm. that's why i even i fuck with the fire chief so tough because through his actions and his words and what he said out loud in front of cameras not just to us you know all lines up and he's been about trying to protect the people not been about trying to do this weird stuff or even even just protect the property you know so we say people over property but we're still over here trying to protect this property because it protects the people and protects the movement you know mm-hmm. they were waiting out out um they had a perimeter around the chop you know they had a perimeter around chop uh of of buses full of national guard and police officers Okay. Waiting. They had police officers waiting in the park and they had like waiting around, just waiting for us to try to enter into the precinct, waiting for us to do some damage to the precinct so they could swarm in and just, you know, let mm-hmm. all hell break loose. And the mm-hmm. National Guard is trained to kill. They're trained to shoot, shoot and kill. It's not, they're not trying to, you know. So we had to be careful. And that's why I was trying to tell people, like, yo, don't go for the bait. We walked in, I, I took um, the police chief and he was like, yo, let's go check this out. I'm telling you, he'd been on our side. So he went and he went with me and I, I even lived it just to make sure people saw it. He went with me and we walked into the police precinct. So, cause now it was good cause it's, it's him because he's trying to check for safety. You know what I'm saying? So we walk into the precinct, precinct and go and the door is completely unlocked. That's an automatic door. They can lock it from remotely. Okay. They left it unlocked. What? Oh, oh you there right there? Hold on. Yeah. yeah, somebody tried to call me. That's why I did that. But they left it unlocked. <laughs> so then we go in and we he's looking sideways at me like he's a real nigga for real though. Like he already pulled me aside one day when he was like, 
yo, like you look just like my son. Like, like what they're doing is wrong right now. I got you, you know? Yeah. And so he's looking at me like, even on the live, like, man, yeah. So uh, they left the door unlocked, even though it's a, a remote uh, controlled unlock, you know, lock. He's like, hmm. And so then we go, we walk in, everything is trash. There's water bottles, papers thrown all over the place, Diet Pepsi all over the place, just nasty Gatorade all thrown all over the place. And we're like looking at each other like, what? Why is it trash like that? Like we've been here, we've seen, no one's gone in here. It's just been the police that were here last. So then he goes, he goes to check the other doors. Every other door is locked. So all you would have done is you would have got in there and you would have just been locked in this small little lobby that they already trashed for you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? yeah. That's how, how, how deep shit gets. So it's like, man, you know, I'm just watching. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's all kinds of reasons. They could, it could have been like, oh, they threw everything all over the place because they were running out in a hurry. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. or they left it unlocked because I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, a, I'm not even trying to create theories or be a conspiracy theorist. Right. I'm just laying out the facts of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm here for the people. So I got to echo the voices of the people, stand up for what's right, and also be a journalist to, to be able to present what's happening. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to make it biased or anything like that. My only bias, I laid it out there. I get, I give a fuck about people and I stand up for what's right. That's it. I'm not, I'm not political. I care about everybody. I don't care if you got a Trump hat on or a Obama or Biden or whatever the hell. I care about you, and that's that. Uh-huh. You know, so and it's pretty simple. And even when it comes to police, I do care about the people inside of those, inside of that, even the ignorant ones, even the hateful ones. You know what I'm saying? The system I don't agree with. The system is fucked. The system is not broken. It was designed to 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 fuck us over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And us as a whole people. Specifically, yes. first, firstly, people of color, because that's the furthest away from the person at the top. Right. But they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care if they're fucking over poor white people, poor purple people, poor whatever the fuck it is. It's just that fucking over poor black people was more is more convenient and was more convenient than fucking over poor white people. It's just like when when um when killers, you know, like when when uh what's it called serial killers go out to kill people. A lot of times they'll like rape and kill um, black women more or okay. poor, like transient, you know, homeless, um, drugged out because they know that they will not get as much attention. The media won't do anything about it. And they probably don't have a family or their family doesn't have enough money to go and attack the situation. Right. They might leave and no one will know that they're gone because they're homeless or whatever, mm. you know? So that's how I kind of look at slavery and the prison industrial system and, you know, this system of policing that we have that supports those systems. You know, we look at statistically, it does disproportionately negatively affect people of a darker complexion. Mm-hmm. So why is that? And that's what I, that's how I look at it. You right. know, it's not necessarily fuck you because you're this it's just way more convenient to fuck you than to mm. fuck other people but honestly fuck everyone that's not me that's how that's how that one percent looks at things that's that's just what i've what i've ascertained how i look at it okay you know? 
Let me get into some super chats right here. Victor Life, $8 super chat. Thank you, said Hotep or D13. Yatu Sabes, appreciate you. Aztec Mega said, peace and love to all the Hotep nation. This is a big move. Respect, Hotep Jesus. Thank you, my brother. Uh, Chad Lemoyne, he said, Hotep to the chop. What's the mood among people in the chop? Lots of different views, many similar ideas. What are you learning from this experience? We'll come back to that question. I just want to finish the rest of these. Spencer O'Hare, uh, tell them not to get off the pet. Tell them not to get off the petrodollar or they'll visit get a visit from the U.S. military. He said not to get off the what? Uh, the, the United States dollar. <laughs> um, Bernadette Rose, 999. Thank you. Uh, Vado Temporacho, he said, all I want to know is, is all property on Chaz and people of Chaz tax exempt or are they being levy taxes? I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, we'll cast the replay, Hotep Jesus, giving the people the real news, the real interviews. Absolutely. I'm trying to get off the anything. Yeah, bigger things. Oh, wait, you, you um dropped out. What'd you say? Oh, no, I didn't say anything. I was just listening to you. Oh, okay, you okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Chad has a question. He said, uh, what's the mood of the people in CHOP? I know there's lots of different views, many similar ideas. What are you learning from this experience? Um, Yeah, the mood is is different. Right now, I think the mood that people are like is like, yo, they're at this point where they're like, yo, we need, we need leadership uh, and we need our leaders to connect with each other. You know, I stepped away for about a day and a half, two days. This whole time I've been every day. I've been out there every day damn near 24 seven. So it's definitely, it was definitely felt when I stepped away, but I stepped away cause I needed to do some work. I needed to do this type of work and, and, um, and, uh, and build on some of these businesses and these corporations, these organizations that can, that are coming up with solutions. You know, um, the mood there at CHOP is, is, is different. It's completely different. I was there when there were only 12 of us there. You know what I'm saying? I was there when, when we, uh, were were worn out with the with the police and they were bombing us out and they were uh, using chemical warfare on us and all kinds of stuff like that. Then when they decided to retreat because they decided to retreat because their PR was so bad, they got over fifteen thousand calls in a span of two hours that were complaining about how horribly SPD was handling the situation, how horribly the Seattle Police Department was handling things, and how people were like, "Yo, this is a war zone." Uh, you know, I I am sick and tired of this. These are civilians. These aren't even protesters. Protesters ain't got no time to call and make those calls. Protesters was protesters. We're out there getting shot up and stuff. You know what I mean? So these are just people, innocent bystanders that are in these houses and all over the city that are just like, yo, this is ugly. The way that they handle this is deplorable. And they got over 15,000 calls, and, 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 you know, about that. So what they had, they realized that they had a PR, they had a horrible PR in their hands. They had some some news stations that were covering it, and then moreover, they had a bunch of lives like my own, um, the homie Future Crystal, um, uh, you know, Omari, a couple other lives that were covering this. Some lives from rooftops that were showing that the actions that they were taking, that the police were taking against the protesters, were not provoked. That they were using offensive tactics. That it wasn't defensive, and so the PR was looking horrible. So they decided to retreat, and they just stepped back, and they're like, hey. You know, hey, this is you guys. The police chief called me up. Hey, Raz. You know, you know, is it okay if we get our stuff out? You know, da da. You know, you know, da, da, you know. We're just, we're not gonna cause any issues. You know, hey, can I meet with you by myself? That type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. We didn't uh -huh. want the precinct. We didn't want the precinct. Y'all just gave it to us. 
we just we're trying to stand out in front of it and annoy you enough for the world to watch for you to you know have to have to deal with this situation and just to just for accountability that's been the common common thread accountability for all people starting with the police accountability for police accountability for politicians you know what i mean just a bit of accountability so if you, had- you do a if you kill someone if you kill someone that's that's innocent or, or unarmed or wasn't trying to kill you you shoot them in the head or whatever you do you should not be able to not only not get fired not get charged and definitely not get convicted that's not good that's a that's an invitation for a psychopath a psychopath that wants to kill people and stay alive a badge that only takes you six months to get that gives you a free pass to kill whoever you want as long as they're not too rich as long as they're not too wealthy you know what i'm saying yeah that's not yeah. there needs to be accountability there right, so i'm not yeah. saying fuck you i hate you guys i'm saying there needs to be accountability we need to change what what's been going on and that was that you know we were standing for that and then they they walked away oh. that was it so it wasn't like this hostile takeover these guns are not for the police you know you know they're not it's it's, it's for a different type of protection it's for you know uh, the people that that have been running protesters over hopping out shooting protesters it's for you know the uh, the white supremacists that that have issues with us that we're trying to come up and intimidate with with their ar-15s and things like that you know what i'm saying like with that and even then i'm not i'm not about to shoot you just because you're white supremacist i don't care you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm not yeah. gonna shoot you just because just you got a gun in your hand right. you know no you better walk up to me we have a conversation you know what i'm saying that is what that is if you start shooting at me shoot me then yeah of course i'm gonna protect myself but that's that. These are defensive mechanisms, not not offensive. It's just they're peaceful, you know, peaceful tools. Uh, uh. So so we have um we by the way we got Cointel Pro was inside the uh, YouTube chat right now. But it seems like you have uh, support from the mayor. You got support from the police chief, and so you have support from the people that live in the area too. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to a bunch of people that live in the area, and they're like, "Oh my goodness." I, I, it feels so much safer now that you guys are here. Like, I feel so much safer now that the police left. That was traumatizing. You know, I have people that are saying that, that also even past that have said, this is the safest I've felt in my neighborhood in life. And I've been here for 30 years. I've been here for over 30 years, longer than I've been alive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've heard that. I've heard, I, I talked to some of the businesses and they said like, man, business is booming. Like we're doubling on, we're do- we doubled up. Because right now, Again, you're asking what the what the climate of, of ch- the chop is, is uh, it's you got tourists out the ass. You got people flying in from different countries. Dave Matthews was coming, came through. You know what I mean? Like I think two days ago. You know, like right before I I, I left or whatever for a second. Um, you got people from China. You got I I when I talked to so many people from Germany. You know what I'm saying? You got people with the selfie sticks doing their little thing. You got all kinds of women and kids and children and all kinds of stuff that you know you never seen. Um, yeah, people are. It's like a it's a tourist attraction right now, uh. and people are just like they love the allure. They love the like feeling of like oh my it might be dangerous. Let's go check it out. Like you know it's not dangerous like that. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be bringing your little kids through here if, if that were the case. But it feels cool to be like, because you know everyone else on your social media is doing all this fear mongering shit and buying into the meat, the, the buying into the media, 
buying into the news, which is weird. Like, why you guys now you guys want to believe what the news says? The fuck? We know they've been lying to us this whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, come out to the chop. I save you some of that energy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you come out and you see, like, holy shit, it's nothing. But but then there's still that alluring factor, like, I went to the chop. Like, I survived chop. You know what I mean? Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I need so, to make those shirts now. <laughs> people are trying to say that, you know, you're extorting businesses out there and you're saying something different. You're saying that the businesses have doubled up revenue. Hell yeah. And hell no, I'm not extorting businesses. Do I look like a peon? You know what I'm saying? I'm not that dense. I'm not that stupid and naive to think that, oh yeah, I'm going to go and do the most televised extort business in game because I'm not going to get in trouble. Come on now. you like, come on. That's crazy. But also, um, you look this up. This is I think it was hold on, hold on, Raz, Raz, hold on, Raz, hold on. It goes on and it says that it's that. Yep. Tell me if you hear me. Tell me if you hear me. I'll live if you hear me. I'll live hold on, hold on one second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they messing with the feed. At Cointel Pro, messing with the feed. Give me one second. I'm going to do some super chats. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back to that. Uh, Matthew said, uh, Raz is America's neighborhood watchman. Thank you. Landon said, why would you diss Scott Adams for agreeing? That was a joke, Landon. And may, let me uh, tag me on Twitter so I can block you for not realizing it's a joke. Chad says, uh, the fake news crowd uh, fell in love with the media quick. My bad, Raz. Go ahead and make that point. What were you saying? Hear me now? Yeah. Um, hold on. What was I saying? Uh... We were talking about how to, uh, they tried to say you were uh, extorting businesses. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So you can go on, I think it's New York Times, Seattle Times, some other places. But anyways, what it is, is go look this up. Cited information. Never believe what you hear. Don't believe what I say. Look it up. Um, please. I think Americans need to start using a lot more critical thinking. And this has been such a display of that. I am not only appalled, but I'm hurt and saddened at how low critical thinking skills people have right now. I don't want to say low IQ because that's demeaning, but the critical thinking skills, people have thrown them out the window. You just share, people just share a meme, they retweet something that sounds good. They don't look into it. They believe whatever the news says. I thought we were getting to being woke. Anyways, um, so I think, Times, Seattle Times. The point is that came out and they showed that um, the police chief, best, best, the police chief of Seattle made a statement where she recanted her statement because she said something like, "There's a bunch of rapes going on, and the, um, there, there's extortion of businesses going on, and da da da." And I think what happened was a bunch of the businesses, because um, they're they're all connected. These businesses, uh, I, I, there's like a web of these businesses of a uh, whole like not a union, but they communicate with each other. Especially now that this whole shop is set up, now they're all like in communication. So I think what happened was that these businesses were like, "Yo, that's not happening." Is anybody have you guys been restored? Have you been restored? They probably got scared, like, hold on, is it coming from me? Are you getting started? You getting started? And then they all realized, nah, nah, none of us are getting started. Oh, hell no. And then they made that, you know, they I think they got at them and then she had to recant her statement that was incorrect fake news that sadly she was trying to push or someone was trying to make her push that. So they recanted that statement. That's, she said that no one 
is getting extorted. No businesses are getting extorted from what we've seen. I, you know, recant my statement. Bang. So no, it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Even even me, I had to be like, fuck. Like I know that I'm not doing that. I know none of my people are doing that. But I had to be like, fuck. Is someone else doing that in the name of the chop? Like, is some random agitator coming in and doing that? So I had to, like, do some kind of intel myself to try to figure this shit out. But no, nah, it wasn't happening. It's not happening. It's sad uh, that that was, you know, that, that was a thing that they tried to push. Oh, uh, uh, deep, deep. And this water just... <laughs> Yo, Raz, I'm going to close your video to... to uh, hold on, let me just stop your video. I want to see if that's going to help the connection. Um, you want... I can hop onto this Wi-Fi and see if that works. Yeah, try the Wi-Fi. In the meantime, I'll do some super chats. Uh, Big Duke, he said, uh, was it people from the Chinese government? Um, and uh, John uh, Randall. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, you there? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Is that better or no? I think we're doing a little bit better. Uh, Josh Randall, twenty dollars super chat. He said a music festival at Chaz would be a big deal. I think Rash should consider it. I'm sure many groups would happily perform. I think that is a really good idea, right? Like a way to like raise funds. Bro, right? and to be honest, it might it might be something to do because I've been having all these OGs hit me up. You know, like the. Uh, um, Trey the Truth, X-Rated, um, Jay Prince, you know, all these guys hit me up and, and, and more that are trying to link in. Um, World Star is trying to do some big shit. They want to do, like, you know, a whole little, some big, big shit that has never before been done type shit, you know? So that might be a, that might be a thing. That probably would be a thing. Fuck it, man, we're doing that. That's the thing. Who said that? Get, get that nigga a, a brownie or something. Get that nigga a candy bar. That's the homie JR. JR with the $20 super chat. Great idea, JR. I like it. That's a really dope ass idea. Um, That's a fire idea. I fuck with it. It's happening yeah. now. Uh, so I got two more questions. We'll uh, get out of here. Let you, you said, get back to the leadership thing. What'd you say? Someone said something about funded by Chinese government or some shit like that. Yeah, you know, we got trolls. You know, we got trolls. Yeah, all that. All that. Chinese government, Palestinian Air Force, all that shit is not a thing. Um, newest thing, the new they try to say is they try to say that. Uh, I think they try to say, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep, yep. You can going. or no? I can. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. The newest thing that they try to say was that they try to say, and these are bots. We, uh, I had a PR person scrub my account and so that there's that. He said there are, he, this is what he said. He said there are thousands of Russian bots attacking your account. Um, like on my Twitter and my Instagram and Facebook, but mostly Twitter and Instagram. And, um, and so the newest thing that, that they were trying to spread was that last night, me and my goons raped two women in the shop. I was I in LA that. last night and the night before. That didn't happen. That's just crazy. But again, it's those seeds of dissent. If you hear any kind of crazy shit like that, like Raz is an alien or whatever the fuck, like, please stop, please. But um, <laughs> yeah, what?
Yeah, yeah. You know, Cohen Tell Pro, they did the same thing to Waco. You know, I suggest everybody go watch the Waco movie um uh on Netflix because you know, there's a lot of fake news surrounding that. So my last two questions, uh, one of the last two questions I got is, how can we help? How can the people help? Uh, can we support with money? Can we send supplies? How can we help? Yeah, so right now, the the biggest thing, I just created this, uh, we're creating this organization, um, this company that is, uh, so I'm all about solutions and I, I like to be singular folks, singularly focused to, you know, hammer those, those and create those solutions. Right now, the chop is good. You know, um, I've been putting so much of my own resources and money into it. Um, people have been putting, everyone has been coming. There's so much food. There's more food than you could think of. Um, we invited the, the, uh, my idea was to invite the homeless community from Seattle to the chop. And so we did it. And now you got so many homeless people out there. And, you know, some people look at it like, oh, it's gross and there, whatever, bang, bang, bang. But it's like, no, you just have to look at it now because Seattle has been, have, has been having one of the highest, uh, you know, homeless populations. But they're all fed. They're all fed. They got a safe place. There's eyes on everybody at all times. So, you know, so we're not letting no weird stuff happen because everyone is not, no one's being complacent. Everyone's watching everything. You know what I'm saying? So that's been lovely. Um, now, what I would say is I'm all about creating solutions. And right now we have people, uh, the consensus that I'm hearing is almost everyone, a lot of people want to defund the police. A lot of people want to fully abolish the police. You have governments that are trying to, that are, that are pushing that as a bill. And, and I have never heard the word, I haven't heard the word abolish since slavery. That's heavy to, to fully erase the police. Now, what I was trying to tell people, I've been telling people this last week or two, I was saying, you know, with all that happening, you know what's going to happen. The police are going to go on strike. And what happened is, and I, and I saw this happening because that's, that's pretty much, that's what they did in the chop. Whether it's them or political or whatever, they will not service anything in the chop or even around the chop for hella block radius. There's people that are outside the chop that are calling the police and the police won't come. And they're not even in the chop. So... Then I also saw in Buffalo, New York, I think it was, 57 police officers, the whole, the whole platoon or the whole whatever of officers just resigned and left their posts and said, all right, you deal with it. Fuck you guys. Because, you know, those they didn't want them to be held accountable for that. So they were upset about that, you know, the fact that they're trying to hold us accountable and they, uh, you know, they all resigned at some point or people are going to defund them. So either way you go, now there's going to be a new issue. If the police get abolished, if the police get fully defunded, or if the police go on strike, now that is the opening for utter mayhem, lawlessness. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think anybody, any of us family people want that. But we also know that there's an issue and it's a 400 some year and, and more issue that's been going on. We know that the police force, as we know, was created to wrangle slaves and, and to do some other things. And in, in the North, it was created to do some other like oppressive things toward, towards, uh, towards poor people. But in, the, in more of the South, it was there to, you know, to wrangle these slaves up more, you know. And so we know that that's, that's what they still been doing. So we know that the, the system needs to be you know, uh, broken down and built back up or changed or taken out or whatever. But we, when you can't just take all the police disappear and then now 
you get a domestic violence call or, you know, some kind of whatever rape call or a child or whatever the hell. And, and now people are trying to take advantage of the fact that there is no police. Now people start becoming their own police and doing and not having any standards, you know, running the block in a certain way or running this in a certain way. You know, you know how we see what happens in um, in police police environments that have guns, you know. So again, they have guns. If we were just back in the whole like village type thing, then we could we could handle it differently. But it just it works in a different way. So we have to have some type of substitute or supplement for what's going on. And so that's what I've been working on. I've been I've been talking to a bunch of uh, a bunch of people, people that have you know bread, some billionaires, some millionaires, and people are like, "Yo, this is a good idea. This is scalable." I just went in and did the interview with Forbes and was speaking on it. So I'm working on the first phase of this right now and I have uh, the GoFundMe up just to have that, you know, just to have that ground up, that organic grassroots connecting with the people first and then I'm doing all this back end work to uh, to get all this bread together with, you know, all these other people. So, um, so that's a major thing. If y'all can tap in there, the link is here on the live. I think you, you put it on the live, right? Yep, it's right in the description the box. Live. And uh, my mods posted it. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's a reimagining of, of that. Um, we we have I'm working with some people that that create uh, call center software, and we're also working on an app and making sure that it's accessible for everyone. So this is the first step. The next step will be we're creating this app, and the app is literally imagine if you have police Uber for police. Uber for, for self-policing, um, the, the standards, we're holding the highest standards for all of these officers. Um, they have to be over the age of 20, 25 or older because that's your front, your frontal, uh, your frontal lobe and your, your prefrontal cortex doesn't, isn't fully developed until you're around the age of 25. It's going haywire from when your balls drop or, or, you know, or you're, if you're a woman, you know, when you're, you're going through your puberty, it's going haywire from then all the way up to about 25. And that controls your reasoning and many other cognitive, you know, many other things that are very important. So that's why when you think of like, damn, why would I, why did I do that when I was younger? That part, you know, you, you have to have that developed. So all of our officers have to be over the age of 25. Um, we're doing uh, empathy testing, bigotry testing. We're doing mm -hmm. peer reviews and community reviews where all different types of cultures, you know, whether it's LGBTQ or uh, black, of people of color, indigenous people, you know, all kinds of folks are coming together, all kinds of people, white people, all kinds of people in the community, poor, middle class, whatever, are sitting in these uh, review panels and reviewing these officers before they're getting, before they're getting their badges, making sure to ask them the right questions to see if, you know, because you can cheat a test, you could cheat an empathy test or a bigotry test, but when you're in front of these people and they're asking these questions, that's a lot harder to cheat, you know what I'm mm. saying? So we're doing that. Also, we're holding them to the highest of standards, doing the highest of training, training with Navy SEALs, training with special ops, training um, with with uh, doing uh, jujitsu uh, to make sure that they feel comfortable with their hands so that they don't always have to resort to guns. We've seen so many videos where where one man overpowers an officer by just grabbing or punching him and then the officer shoots him. You know, we got to make sure they feel more powerful um, and that so there's not that... Um, that uh, insecurity and just run into the gun, you know, um, doing better de-escalation training and all of that stuff, you know, so that there's also making sure that they have training so they're not afraid because most of the time a nervous cop is a cop that shoots someone. A lot of times there are cops that want to be good people that aren't like trying to hunt people and they just get nervous 
and then they shoot because they're trying to make a home to their kids and their family and and they've seen you know cops get killed so you know like we have to to be able to tackle this we have to empathize on both sides put ourselves into both shoes and figure out a good solution you know to make this work you know so um, again I'm all about diversity of tactics but this is one that we're working without outside of the system and within the system because we're also going to be offering training to these officers that already exist and officers that are you know trying to do the fight a good fight but they're in a system that's you know whatever um there are some of these legs of these of these police uh, these some of these police legs where the chief and all the people actually want to do better in this certain community maybe this other one there they want to just keep on carrying on how they've been carrying on but we're going to focus on the ones that want to and want that change and go in and, and do these programs with them to make sure that they are way higher, they're highly qualified, but also having our own thing going on as well and having our own number for people to call if they don't feel comfortable calling the police, you know, until the police can, can prove themselves and show and, and build that rapport within the community. You know, I have actually witnessed with my own eyes um, at least uh, one, and I've heard of another uh, a police force that that is trying to do that community work and trying to build and trying to do better and their statistics are actually do it getting better where they're not having those deaths, you know, or they didn't have a death in the whole year, you know, they didn't kill someone, you know what I'm saying? So, so we can work on the reform and work on the revolution at the same time, you know, so that that's what it's about. Not trying to go against the police, trying to, trying to, uh, to work to help them and help the people. Cause this, we're, we're here for the people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what, hit that link in the in the bio and tap in with that and, and share even if you don't have uh any kind of money if you could put a dollar up or whatever it is um share that because because we got to come up with solutions and so i've been saying that this whole week and just today i got the message from my mom and it was it showed me that um the atlanta police are going on strike and they're not answering any calls yeah so i called this shit i'm on top of this shit i called this shit weeks ago weeks mm -hmm. ago Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'll call this shit as soon as as soon as as soon as I saw this stuff going crazy in the streets, I called it. And so I started working on this organization. So please trust me that I'll be forecasting things and I got a good panel of people working with me. So please trust, trust that. And share mm. that link and, and, and drop some bread in that because it's serious and, and it's, it's not about me, it's about the people. I'm gonna get some super chats and I'm gonna go into my last question. I'm gonna let you get back to being a warlord. <laughs> Landon, <laughs> he said, uh, why you gotta do me dirty like that, brother? I'm just messing with you, bro. YOLO999, he said, he's right. It's not uh, black and white, it's elite versus plebs. Uh, sooner we all realize that uh, come together and all fight the top for the better. BLM seems to worsen the divide. Pete from around the way, thank you. He said, this man is making sense. People in the chat being dismissive aren't listening. A lot of people in the chat are Russian bots. Uh, so yeah, last question, um, uh, Raz. So what's the end goal of the chop? Is it all of kind of like what you were talking about or you know, how long are you guys gonna be there? You know, what's well, the end game? So I personally, I'm gonna go in there and um, because I've been getting so many calls they're saying like, yo, we need your leadership, you know, because I was gone for literally only two days. But um, but and I was being quiet before that. We need your leadership. Hey, can we have some help on security, like um, help with leadership with that, um, help with the co-op, you know, all kinds of things like that. So I'm going to go back there and I'm having a leadership meeting here in a second as well. And I'm going to go in there, tap in and just just try to do as much good as I can and connect and, and try to create some little systems and help, you know, 
help work with other leaders um, as much as I can. Um, but the chop is not going to be the place for, that I'm going to be getting the, the most, the best work done. You know, um, I'm going to keep being there and keep monitoring and keep, you know, keep, uh, because I mean, we did that, you know, uh, but right now it's like, it's been, it, it's, it's definitely being hijacked by so many different agendas and there's a whole big world out there and a whole big America, you know, um, some of the, the homies over in Portland just created their own shop now and, um, and they got a little zone. So I got to go tap in with them, you know, and, and help them out. Uh, I got to go out to Texas and tap in with, with you know, Traded Truth and all that stuff. I got to go out to Atlanta and, and, and tap in out there with all the bros out there and the sisters out there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's bigger than that. And I, I'm not trying to, like, be struggling over anthill. It's not about those blocks. It's not about the precinct. It's not about that building. You know, it's about the movement. And that's a part of the whole, what I said before, remembering and focusing on why we're here. You know, what are we here for? I'm not here for hate. I'm here for love. I'm here for accountability, you know, and here for this movement and, and here for unity. Like I said, the unity of all people. So I had to go out and I got to keep on doing that work. And the chop is is just a, a display of that. It's, just, it's not about trying to gain more territory or something like that. Like we're all Americans. I've talked to everyone in there and they said, I'm an American citizen. I'm not even, a, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I'm not an autonomous or anything like that. That's why I, that's why we changed that name. I, I had I told people, I'm like, no, nah, we're changing the name. It's got to be Chop. It can't be Chaz. Who even created that? I asked around. No one created it. I went and asked everyone. I, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. They just started calling it that. Bro, the media started calling that shit. The media. Someone came in here and tagged that shit on stuff. They made a little, put a little sign up. Like, how you get a sign and put that up that quick? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they tried to finesse that. And I was like, no, because the implications of that, of that name are, are criminal you know the, the, that's that's how they take you down saying that we're an autonomous people and that we denounce the government we didn't do that that's not what we did so we, so i had to say no we're, we're changing the name so uh capitol hill it, it was first capitol hill occupied protest but then i realized that that's kind of colonial and, and and out of respect for uh all my indigenous people we we're like you know let's let's change that i don't even like that so then it's capitol hill organized protest and that's what it is, you know, just speaking a positive into that name. And uh, yeah, so that's what it is. You got so many different energies there. Um, it's trippy too, because I need to touch touch the ground and check some things too, because some people hit me up and was like, yo, um, we got a bunch of people out here that are saying that it's not about race at all. It's just about, it's just about classism and we don't support Black Lives Matter anymore. And I said, okay. damn. I can hear you about it is it is there is about classism, but there it, you know and it's not it's not, I keep on telling people it's not a race war. We are one race. There's only one race, the human race. But mm. there is a disproportionate there's disproportionate fuckery going on to people that happen to have a a darker complexion, and that's why we say Black Lives Matter. I wouldn't even say Black Lives Matter if you asked me to create a tagline because I see that that's divisive. I see it's abrasive, but going through all the issues I've been going through, that's what opened my eyes to be like, damn, I get why they created that tagline, Black Lives Matter, because it, it'll spread. Mm. Because negativity spread like wildfire. Positivity Absolutely. is kind of slow like that. So with Black Lives Matter, they knew that. So it was crafty and I had to give it to them. And so that's why we even, we even rock with that, but we have to explain what we mean when we say it. But I give it to them, it was crafty because 
when you say Black Lives Matter, now hell people are like, wait, wait, but what about my life? I'm 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 pink, I'm purple, I'm whatever. You yeah. know, and so they knew that doing that it was gonna be like that. Uh. But Black Lives Matter is just like PC culture. It was good for something, stirred up the pot, created safe places for people or whatever, started discussions about things that weren't being discussed. But then at a certain point, you need to shift up and you need to change because at a certain point, then it starts becoming more divisive than it is, uh, than it is effective. Mm, mm, and mm. that's where we're at. That's so that's where we're getting towards that, that place of, you know, open up the, the conversation, that dialogue, you gotta have that dialogue. Mm, mm. Wow. Raz, you're a wise man. Likewise. You're very, thank you. You are very, very wise man. Um, like I told the people on my show last week when this first thing popped up about autonomous zones, you know, I didn't believe the media. Uh, so I went and I looked you up. I saw an interview and, and the guy I'm talking to today is much wiser than the guy I saw last week, obviously because I'm talking to you now, but the guy last week was a wise man too. I didn't see what the media put out there. And I'm glad to yeah. have you on my channel to clarify some of these things that are happening out there. Um, whatever you need from Hotep Nation, you let hey. me know and we got you. Um, we'll definitely help you out, yo. Um, but be safe. Get back to the people. I know you got a lot of work to do in the chat. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate you, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll keep the lines of communication open. I appreciate what you're doing for for the culture, for the community, for people. You know, people in general, for all of, all our people. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll go ahead and send you uh, send your manager my number. We'll keep in contact. If you need me, I'm here. If you're not, no love lost, my brother. Be safe. That's lovely. That's lovely. I'm gonna save it. All right. Thank you, people, for tuning in. Uh, Blue Spiral, $10 Super Chase said, Peace to the Hotels, peace to Raz and the Chop. I'm rooting for the community based policing, organizing. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Everybody, I'm about to go live on Twitter. I'm going to allow you to call in on the Periscope. So uh, I'll see you on the, on the timeline in about two minutes. Peace out.